Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left... We want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Wrestle 
That's Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. Please do not send me uh, medical questions or political questions or your viewpoint on this whole thing because I will shut you down really quick, quicker than a restart on a fucking desktop. Okay? Please do not. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, so. We were watching Money in the Bank, Lady Lynn and myself. Although it was kind of hard to pay attention to the first half of the card, which included matches like Tamina versus Bailey for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Of course, Sasha interfered. Go fucking figure. So some parts of the matches were very fucking predictable. R-Truth versus MVP versus Bobby Lashley. I'm sure those three had a, you know, decent match. And R-Truth, I love... Man, that man... Doesn't matter if he's in, on the main roster, you know, being a goofball or just loving what he does. But his after, you know, his post interview with Charlie Caruso was priceless, and he said, "I'm gonna get you, Mr. Brady." Doesn't matter when, doesn't matter where. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! You do realize that Gronkowski holds that 24/7 championship, and Lord only knows how long that guy is probably gonna hold it. But I mean. That triple threat was not as impactful. Then they had the tag team championship match with New Day, The Miz, and Morrison. Um, another, I gotta say, it was another disappointing match. I'm just gonna tell you, Lady Lynn and I had a hard time paying attention to the first half of the card. So <laughs> it was more or less because none of the matches really made. Since, I mean, the only one that caught our attention was Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Very awkward moments, uh, especially with Braun Strowman putting on this former black sheet mask, and I thought he was going to lay down and let Bray pin him. But I was proven wrong because, well, Braun Strowman hits the running power slam, and then Bray Wyatt gets up like a sick sick, twisted man and goes, he's not going to be happy. Yeah, I can see The Fiend versus Bray Wyatt at, at uh, SummerSlam or whatever next in, is in the pay-per-view line, but I, folks, <laughs> I think Triple H or someone may have booked these people, these men and women Go through a theme, you know, Rat Race. Anyone has anybody seen that movie? It was a, that had a very similar concept. They started in the lobby, and then they went all the way up to the top. Shared a ring, which was very weird. I mean, Lady Lynn and I were laughing over the phone at the food fight. I don't know why Paul Heyman would ever well. I do know why Paul loves the phase. <laughs> I'm sorry, D Train, remembering that portion of the show. <laughs> that was just so entertaining. I was like, I have never seen a group of people, and this includes well decorated superstars like Aleister Black, Shayna Baszler. Ray Mysterio, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. I think if I were them and he's rehearsing this shit, I would die of laughter. 
because I'm pretty sure they're like, okay, which direction do you want us to go? I feel sorry for the poor cameraman who had to like go up a big, big ass flight of stairs. But the rooms that these guys were going into, like AJ Styles went into the Undertaker room, and then he got locked in there by Aleister Black. So obviously we thought it was going to be Aleister Black. Then, you know, before all this nonsense, Asuka was at the top of this balcony, and she dives off. I'm not shitting you folks. Asuka is nuts. She then goes into the elevator, and then, you know, locks out Lacey, Dana Brooks, Nia Jax. Nia looked really, uh, she looked on point just a little bit, you know, and she's very vicious for her comeback, but Elmella wasn't money. Nia wasn't like most girls. Oh, and uh, Lacey, well, in her own right, she gave a few women rights to a, a few victims. And, uh, well, Carmella, Nia, who else did she give one to? Oh, Shayna Baszler. Um, by the way, folks, thank God. Thank the heavens above that Shayna did not win the briefcase. I'll just say it because all the fucking marks and fanboys and everybody, well, Shayna, look, it's not that she's a bad competitor, okay? It's just, if you're going to boost someone up, you've got to build them first. Shayna's already proven, you know, the Elimination Chamber. She really doesn't need to prove uh, much at all. It just, I just not, she looks like evil Bailey to me. Her gimmick isn't bad. Her mic skills have gotten significantly better. Thank God someone's coaching that woman on vocals. Not singing, because I'm pretty sure Shane is off-key and could beat anyone fast. And she, you know, she doesn't need to sing to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> wink, wink, Sasha Banks. <laughs> nice little jab on the boss there, B-Train. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't need my uncle Snoop Dogg to say something about the wrestling school, not to take anything away from a very talented person who went through Ring of Honor and basically dominated the talent. It's just, I just don't know where something with Sasha, like, to reinvigorate her, you made her attach the Bailey's hip to be her bodyguard. So at what point are we going to see Sasha turn on Bailey for the umpteen story and we're going to see them feud again? Because you can't recreate the magic they had in NXT unless you were to do certain, take certain measures so that the fans could adjust their eyeballs to the millionth time you're going to make the rivalry be reborn, because I have a feeling that's where it's going to happen. There's no offense, guys. Okay, look, ever since Bailey started in NXT, the only decent match that she ever had was versus Sasha Banks at the very first NXT TakeOver on live, you know, on the network. I was there, okay, at the Barclays Center, which I am missing greatly, okay? So let me let me just reiterate, I don't hate Bailey. I just don't like her as a superstar. When she opens her mouth, I want to projectile vomit on her face. Sorry. Yeah, basically really. you want to pull an exorcist on her, right? Or Linda Blair in uh, Repossessed, for those of you who haven't seen it. Oh, great movie, great movie. Yeah. And here's the fun part, folks. 
I'm being, I'm using that as a metaphor. So you think I'm actually going to puke on her face? You are disgusting people. What I am trying to say is, the way that they have packaged Bailey's character is not relatable to a lot of people because it's like, okay, once upon a time Bailey was this lovable, uh, lovable baby-faced character, and at Money in the Bank it was just like, okay, so Tamina came close to beating her. But then Sasha interfered. Whoopsie, fucking do. We knew that was going to happen. We knew that when Bailey went one-on-one with Tamina instead of Lacey because Lacey won her qualifying match for the women's money in the bank. And then Dana Brooke, I was kind of shocked. I was like, I thought the briefcase was supposed to be on top of the roof, you know, for the rest of the briefcases and then Stephanie McMahon came in the room and said, hey, would you clean this up? Naya's drooling. I, I, just, <laughs> I love that relatability and I love the fact they, add mu- they added music to their the whole entire thing. But okay, let's just face it, folks. It's hard to watch wrestling without an audience, okay? But I believe WWE is doing a much better job than AEW. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take subtle jabs at them because there are certain things that company does that really righteously pisses me off. I am not a well-known worker, but I was a former official, briefly. I can say that because I refereed a few matches, and also I am a former manager. Not well-known, not well, you know, here's the thing. You want me as a podcast host to be brutally honest, Yet the moment, you know, I start critiquing, it just becomes, oh, he said this about this, he doesn't know. Look, AEW to me is just kind of a revamp, revive version of WCW. And are they doing anything to draw their audience in? So you're telling me Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes was a decent match. No. That match was the drizzling shit. If someone broke a skateboard over my back, uh, that was not pre-cut. We'd be having chats in the back. You want to know why? I Even though I'd agree with that one. Yeah, I mean, these are. This is a professional sport. Oh, and taking an unprotected chair shot was Cody's plan to get people talking. Sorry, because you know, here's the announcement, folks, that I told you I was going to tell you all later. I'm pretty sure everyone's caught wind that Becky Lynch is now pregnant and has a child. She's going to have a child with Seth Rollins, which is so cool. So there goes, you know, another big up for WWE because Becky is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. I've met her in Houston. I have met her as an extra. She is down. She is salt to earth, good people. And I'm so happy for you, dear. Congratulations to you and Seth. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of podcasts are going to cover more of that than any of the fucking wrestling, which I will get to a WWE Raw review, but let's stay on Money in the Bank for just a brief moment. Actually, for a lot of moments. So, um, <laughs> the latter half of Money in the Bank was much more entertaining than the, the first beginnings because, well... Yes, New Day retain. I'm not. I don't really care. And 
at this point, you know, they, they want to be champions that are positive influence and more power to them. But at the same time, it's just kind of getting old. Like, I wish that the other tag teams would start coming out of the woodwork again. But since we're quarantining and cannot have more than 10 people in an establishment, I don't know if that works for WWE, but um, Becky Lynch opened up a special announcement. You know, it's cool, guys, when people break character and Oscar gave her a hug. That was fucking awesome. Beautiful. So, yes. Asuka is a, you know what, call her what she will, you buried her career, you just made her champion, it's easy. I, I think, folks, if someone comes forward and says, hey, I'm pregnant, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for someone to say, hey, I'm pregnant, on a show. And they, a lot of people congratulate her. I'm pretty sure Shayna and everyone was like, let's drop, you know, my character for a minute and let congratulate the mother that seem to be and it, it is that I can look at it like this if someone comes on air and announces something special especially in professional wrestling that's a sign of respect so yes Bobby Lashley okay I'm going to float in between results of Money in the Bank and this one just so you know Otis won the men's briefcase Oscar won the women's I'll get into detail later, but the prior matches prior to that, they were very lackluster, and they were not... Okay, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman was interesting. I'll give them that. Uh, the other matches, not so much. I mean, I was expecting Miz and Morrison to regain it, but I guess they're not playing hot potato with the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. I guess, uh, oh, what a headache that was. Um... Bobby Lashley beats Humberto Carrillo. A full Nelson, so we're stealing stuff from the masterpiece. Okay, whatever. Oscar was interviewed backstage. So Kyrie Sane walked off with Oscar and didn't attack her. Hmm, okay, I think this would be the perfect time to break those two up. Angel Garza beat Akira Tozawa. After hitting the wing clipper, not a surprise. Uh, Zelina Vega's group argued after the match. McIntyre's music hit and the WWE champion into the ring. So he hit Theory with a Claymore. Somebody had to hit him. Thank you. McIntyre beat Andrade. It was a... <laughs> It was a non-title match. Why not do the, you know, WrestleMania thing where you put both titles on the line? Are we waiting for Clash of Champions? Or are we just sitting on our ass and twiddling thumbs? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. These fans are asking me questions on Instagram. I love you guys. But you guys are asking me questions. Why don't they put titles on? You know a lot about wrestling. What about this? I love you guys, but could you please do one question at a fucking time? Thank you. God. I cannot. My phone is blown up. My iPad's going to. Blah, 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 so I had to turn it on mute. I lo- like I said, I love you guys, but can you please. Well, you've done wrestling before. What do you think of this? Um, from what I understand, folks, if you don't reach an audience, then you're not going to reach 
anyone at all. And that means if you're not reaching, like WWE, you can tell is trying. Even though I think the first half of the card was Vince, it had Vince written all over it. Sadly, it did. It's just, I mean, if it was 1995 or 96, I would have been okay with that first half of the card. But to have no fucking title changes until, well, for unforeseen, for, uh, unforeseen circumstances, because Becky Lynch is having a child, I guarantee you she would have defended. But for those of you saying it's not real, if it's popped up on Bleacher Report, Forbes, and multiple other news sources, my friend, it's real. People that say it's not real, what what do they think? They think the woman put on, just decided, oh, I'm going to say I'm pregnant to gain sympathy. It, it don't work like oh. that, people. <laughs> oh, boy, this guy, she's not really fucking pregnant. It's just a work. Dude, ESPN even did a report over this. Okay, ear blocked. Ear fucking blocked. Sorry. Not sorry. But when you... When I just said, unless you failed to listen, which I'm pretty sure is what you did, I just said, Becky Lynch announced at the beginning of Raw and awarded Oscar the title that she, Becky, was pregnant. Jeez, man. Anyways, MVP confronted Bobby Lashley backstage. Oh, my. Two old dogs Ooh. fighting over no boat. Uh-huh. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were out to host a moment of bliss. Okay. So, the Iconics. They're back. Uh, one of my favorite teams. They okay, so wait. Just when they come back, they automatically get a win. Who okay? Michael Hayes. Wait, wait. I respect you as a, I respect you as a worker, but I know this has you written all over it. You know why? Because the moment two pretty faces come back with ass and tits. You're going to book them to win? Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Say what now? What? The Iconics beat Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. So when the referee wasn't looking, took a cheap shot, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. So they bring, oh, no. They bring a... <laughs> They bring a threat to Cross and Alexa Bliss's uh, titles. No. If you let those two win, I, I, I'm just going to say it. Ever since NXT, they, if they had titles back in the day, it would just be because they look pretty and they can't fucking work. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce kind of work, but they don't work. And... I'm just going to say it. If you guys go against the grain with me on this decision, I'm just going to tell you right now, when the women's tag team division comes back and they realize, oh, there's favoritism going on in the back because it's not just one agent that's doing this shit. 
it's probably two to three people are like, oh, well, they look good and they're great heels. It's not that I'm not saying they're bad workers, my man. All I'm telling you is, is that the Iconics are the equivalent of what the Bellas once were, and nobody likes the Bellas. So, if if that's WWE's goal, I the women's division is going to not go to shit because of one match. All I'm telling you is the Iconics basically got favored because, well, they're eye candy. But if they cannot work for shit, they're like, we know how to do this move and we know how to do that move. Why are you so critical? Um, I'm critical because you were what the epitome of what the Divas division was back in the fucking day. So, no, I'm not happy you won. Yeah, someone is trying to run the women's division and throw it right back into the Divas era. Next thing you know, they're going to unveil a new belt, and it's going to be the Butterfly Diva belt again. I'm just sick and tired of them saying, we're a revolution, and, you know, we have this going for us. Well, you took two steps backwards when you let the Iconics. I'm not saying you couldn't let them back in the company, but, dear Lord, why would you not... This is so stupid. Okay, Seth Rollins is interrupted by Rey Mysterio, so mm-hmm. another promo, I'm guessing. And then R-Truth, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander, the MVP, Shane Thorne, and Brendan Zink. Why, why are all these six ten, or sixteen matches, you know, six-man tag match, sorry, Jinder Mahal was interviewed backstage, so Jinder Mahal was back. Okay, and he's been back for a while. Let me guess. He's going after Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler was interviewed. How many, Jiminy Christmas, how many backstage interviews did you guys have tonight? <laughs> they might as well just call, they might as well rename Raw the promo show. That's all it sounds like. Promo this, promo that, promo, promo, promo. Well, what's hilarious is they're like, let's talk about how mad we are instead of taking out the aggression in the fucking ring. Like, I, I mean, honestly, I know that Hayes doesn't book by himself because he's one of the senior producers. But fucking Christ, I need a drink just to get through reading this card. Okay. Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black beat Seth Rollins and Murphy. <laughs> okay, I'm not complaining. That is an interesting team up, so let's see what it says during the match. Okay, so they beat them via disqualification. Okay. So <clears throat> Murphy put up a good fight, so that's always the case with him. His matches sound something like this, folks. Lock up, flippy, flippy shit, lock up, throw to the ropes, flippy, flippy shit. That's Buddy Murphy, by the way. And um, let's see, Rollins and delivered several shots from Sears. I, or Murphy, and step back. So he had his eye driven in the corner of the ring. Ouch. Okay. Rollins yeah. and Murphy tried to see Mysterio as. He was being attended by medical staff X days. Rollins was held back. He looked at Black and said, I don't know what happened out there. 
Rollins then walked away as Murphy and Black began to brawl. Um, I think Seth's more concerned about spending time with Becky. Could be wrong, but they are fiancés. You know, together and they can't be married yet. But the point is, folks, that WWE Raw just proves my point that there's rules no booking. If you don't know how to book shit properly, then I don't know what else to tell you. And that's that's the sad part is I'm almost too off the rails uncensored. Actually, I'm right along that borderline. But before we Get I get into it, and if Lady Lynn wants to chime in here and there, I won't mind. But anyway, so for those of you wanting to inquire information about the Monster Factory, you can do so by going to the actual website itself, monsterfactory.org. Again, that's monsterfactory.org. Uh, for those of you who are just signing up to the WWE Network, you can do so and getting a preloaded card at your local Walmart, 7-Eleven, Best Buy, CVS, Rite Aid. Whichever, you know, sell the WWE Network cards, that's $27.99 for three months, which is not a bad deal because you get all the pay-per-views past, all the pay-per-views present. So, <clears throat> there's that. But now, it's always free for new subscribers. Yep, it's always free for new subscribers, and after your first month, folks, it's $9.99. Those of you wanting to get, you can even, folks, control, you know, when, what card you want on there so it can build the correct card. There's just, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to WWE Network, because you can even catch early days of Steve Cutler, which I, you know, and also early days of Punishment Martinez. They don't have docs yet, but you can... Definitely catch it before the audience spread nonsense and all this. You know what I mean? So, for those of you who have small children, I suggest you put cotton in their ears. And not only cotton in their ears, you put hot wax. Not really. But Hmm. what I mean by that is the following content is a podcast that has been ordained, cursed, whatever you want to call it. The following podcast, Off the Rails Uncensored, is a trademark and copyrighted podcast. It was coined on March 27th, or March 16th, 2016. So, for those of you wanting to know if I will take legal suit or action against you for using Off the Rails Uncensored, and just ask Michael Cole, who owes me about mm, a lot of money, Off the Rails Uncensored. Is a copyrighted podcast. Any any reproduction or uses thereof without the owner's consent, you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Okay? So, without further ado, folks, <clears throat> enter into my mind. So, buckle the fuck up, because this might take a while. <laughs> Yeah. For those of you 
get this show on the road, road on the show, whatever. So, Money in the Bank, despite it happening the way it did, you know, the card being a snooze fest in the beginning of the first ladder half, and then they're like, well, the tag team match was interesting. It's like, okay, you and I obviously have different viewpoints, but I just, I feel like watching Money in the Bank on the network was not a chore. That was actually more compelling than, ooh, I don't know, kind of watching American Idol or UFC. But at least, at least Money in the Bank provided us all with a new look at certain superstars like Otis Dojovic and, you know, my cousins decided to message me now. It's not the time nor the place. Otis Dojovic. Otis Dojovic won and Oscar won. No one could ever have predicted how that would happen. I mean, we all thought it was going to be AJ. Some of us thought it was Alistair. And then there were those of us that thought, okay, maybe it might be a wild card. Otis, yeah, right, that'll never happen. One briefcase later, yes, it did. I'm not sure what side he's going to pick, but he does have sweet peas and other sweet peas inside. And I mean, sorry, I'm a bit tired, folks. I'm just spouting off random uh, grocery items list. Holy hell, why did you hand me that, dude? You know I'm tired. That's funny. You know, handed a grocery list by my fucking roommate. Yeah, get the fuck out. No. Hand a man something that could be just working nine hours, folks. Come on, get out. There. Roommates. Live with them. Sometimes you want to bonk them in the head with a rubber band. Anyways. As I was saying... Without reading a grocery list and sounding like a tired fucker. Okay. Otis Dojovic. Chris Farley's twin brother. Or reincarnation of Chris. Because that man reminds me a lot of Chris Farley. He wins an opportunity for any title of his choosing. Is he going to hold up on that offer? I mean, it'd be nice if Heavy Machinery finally, finally won a tag team championship. I mean, they, I don't know if they won any in, in XP. I don't think they did, but I think they should have. They're, look at the size of those guys. Otis Dojovic and, and Tucker Knight. Who's going to fuck with them? Does it be the Street Profits? I don't care. If they beat anybody, I'll be happy. And by the way, folks, Otis and Oscar winning, that was like a 30, 70 odds if you were in Vegas. Like 30% was saying, no way, Jose. Sorry, man, that you're let go, but I just use the phrase a lot, okay? Anyway, so that was a surprise for Money in the Bank. And... By surprise, I mean, I almost spit my drink out 
when the briefcase landed in Otis's hands. Here I almost I dropped my drink. I just thought, like, oh, wow, holy cow. Otis just won. That was the least expected moment on that whole entire pay-per-view card. The other, you know, parts of the card, McIntyre beating Rollins, that, I mean, I didn't expect that to happen, and that was one match I didn't cover, but, I mean, I think that match actually surprised me when McIntyre shook the hands or shook the hand of Seth Rollins after the match. And so that was a good sign of sportsmanship, but I was expecting Seth to knock his hand away and say, nah, man, I don't do that shit. AJ dropping an F-bomb Looking for Rey Mysterio Where the fuck is he um, <laughs> That was funny That was funny Because you know AEW gets away With using Cuss words on live air I don't care what the hell you say Obviously I cuss so I really can't say shit But when you're doing it Multiple times Dropping F-bombs and you know, Saying the word prick and damn it Motherfucker and you're not getting contacted by the FCC, and I think I, I cry foul. And I'm going to hear it say, I like some of AEW, but here's, I'm just going to segue into the not bashing AEW segment. I'm just going to tell you what, I, what I'm not a fan of. Every single time that, you know, something happens, they try to make newsworthy things. They don't try, but whining about the lockdown pandemic, thinking, it, you know, it's because a bunch of socialists are, you know, behind this shit. Let me inform you something, man. I respect Dustin Rhodes and I respect Cody. But when someone says the words, <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a whole, it's an activate, it's a way for socialism to be introduced again. It's just unreal. How the Rhodes are great wrestlers, but boy, they sound like two whiny bitches to me. I have the baby crying sound effect, I would do it. Because that's exactly what I, I personally feel that AEW will fold because there's no fucking way no one knows who the fuck these guys are. Unless you're a super wrestling fan. Who's going to know who Kenny Omega is unless you say, okay, yeah, he used to wrestle in WWE. WWE, oh, yeah, I used to watch that shit all the time, man. I'm getting it as I want AEW to be competition because it's making WWE look really good. And if you don't think so, they have a referee, Aubrey Edwards, very talented young lady. But why do you got? Why are you selling merchandise? Can you explain? Can you explain why your ass is selling merchandise when you don't fucking wrestle? Explain, dear. Explain why you're doing that. Oh, and two, Lady Lynn and I both read an article about AEW losing millions of dollars. Are we surprised, folks? I mean, look at, okay, I give WWE credit because they're the only company I know of that will do music behind, you know, the actual wrestling. 
on top of a rooftop. And who would have thought the two that won this year would be the winners? I mean, there obviously is something going on. I don't know. If, you know, Becky handing Oscar the title belt, I know it was hard for Becky because she loves to fight. She loves to be the center of attention. And that's not a bad thing because, like I told you, Becky Finch is pregnant, so, yeah, she's not going to fight. The very thought of having a headline and for it being correct, you know, something that's a cool moment, okay, versus a what-did-I-just-witness moment. Like when Dustin Rhodes got his arm or his wrist broken because he told Hager to slam the door shut on his hand. No, it was giving, man. I don't fucking think so. When you got a bruise the size of a melon on your wrist and your wrist is not shattered but dislocated, and then you come back and have your brother do a moonsault off the top of the cage. Man, nuts. And I respect Cody. But I don't, I mean, like, I'm really trying not to go too off the rails. But let me tell you something. You don't want to get caught on the wrong side of my critique, Jack. Because I've seen this whole song and dance before. It's called WCW ECW. If you really want me to go in depth on those two companies, I love both because I grew up watching ECW and didn't watch a WWE pay-per-view until probably 1995. The boyhood dream has just been realized. Like I said, AEW has their characters. They have an established roster. (laughs) That's debatable. In some aspects. Not all, some. Want to make headlines? Okay, you always know that the company's been around for 70 plus years. That'd be WWE. They've been through hell and back to get fans to come back to shows. Gee, I don't know, 2008, 2009, anyone? That was a rough patch for WWE. At the time, people weren't stealing pyropods. So. When WWE goes back to having an audience, I can guarantee you, you're going to hear a standing ovation for all the pyro. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, man. I want us to be entertained by professional wrestling. So last night on Money in the Bank, we, Lane Land and I, were somewhat entertained. It wasn't shut down entirely with our interest. But I just want to point out The reason why it may sound like I'm bashing on AEW is because you guys literally did certain things from the same building, you know, or buildings that WWE did their live shows from. 
Now, it's up to you if you want to be infected or not. But I'm not going to answer that question, sir, with a response. So if you want to message me later on my personal Instagram, I will be more than happy to accommodate you with an answer. But right now, we are talking professional wrestling. So I'm just going to tell you that watching it, watching Money in the Bank, and then watching the emotional moment on WWE Raw, that says, you know, that Becky's a locker room leader and that she doesn't need an accomplice to get the job done. Now, I will say this, folks, and, you know, I've got 15 minutes left, but I'm not going to short it because I, I refuse. Here's my thoughts on, on the whole WWE AEW war. You knew what you were getting yourself into because now you got Billy Gunn and I don't think, yeah, Road Dog has been out of the company, uh, well, the wrestling side of it for a while, but he is part of the exec team. So <laughs> the point is I believe I've told you every match that AEW has ever had has been hardcore. You're not going to keep a lot of fans if you're going to do the thumbtacks and the razor wire and all that shit. What you're going to do is probably drive a wedge between their perception of, oh, this is wrestling. It doesn't hurt the other guy. That's just ketchup. No. What it's doing is <laughs> shoplift. <laughs> yeah, I get it, dude. I had my lips. Okay, that's why I walked out the door. It's okay. I'm sorry, folks. I'm in between screens or in between talking, multitasking as best I can. So here's what I'm going to tell you about my take on both AEW and WCW. Yeah, WCW and WWE and ECW. All right. So the focus of Money in the Bank was try to, you know, do let's do something new. Otis Asta. Otis Asta. It has a nice ring to it. And some yeah, I just yawned because some person was like AEW is ten times better than all these things because they're taking away gun laws as well. They don't. I just told you I don't want to talk to you about politics on my show, but I guess you created another username, you fucker. Okay, let me just make things very clear. For those of you who don't know what the moniker of Wrestle Radio Network is, it sounds something like this. We talk anything and everything professional wrestling. If you start discussing politics or how your, you know, family wasn't, whatever reason, I don't care. Do not discuss politics on Wrestle Radio Network. It will get you quickly blocked or ignored. As I was saying, I have been through this dance before when it comes to professional wrestling. WCW, the NWO. There's a lot of stuff 
that happened to make WCW stand out and outshine WWE. Hunter was a part of those wars. We all were a part of the wars, whether we're a worker or not. All lived through the wars in some way or another. What really pisses me off about this, oh, we're nothing like WCW. So why are you getting your own jet? Hmm. There's a lot of question marks that I have for AEW. And one of those questions, because my headline basically entails what happened to the other people that have been sitting at that desk. Okay. Hmm. It's just, I've never understood how you want to start something, and then you have to go above and beyond to, like, stoke the fire even more with a metaphorical stick. And what I mean by that is, like, we don't cut people's back. You know, we don't cut ours. We don't do anything. We're just opening the mail and thinking, is this bitch? Wow. I'm talking off the cuff, folks. That's why it's called Off the Rails Uncensored, because I can multitask and get back to the fucking center of attention. If you really think that AEW is so great, my friend, why don't we take a look at WCW's history? Started off great, you know, back in 96, 97, when Hogan and them started it after Bash at the Beach, and, you know, Hogan leg dropped uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. That spawned the whole creation of Sting. It would have worked had you not used an auto mechanic culture. Uh, That's what I'm telling you. And I'm on live air and I didn't mute myself, but it's okay. Thank you for ruining half my show. It's all right. It's all gravy. I'm tired as fuck and I'm spouting, or spouting off stuff that has nothing to do with professional wrestling. Anyway, so if AEW was smart, they would quit bashing on my bear. I've said that multiple times but they keep doing it um, focus on your own wrestling instead of trying to recreate ECW and wrestling you know EZW which is okay light bulbs, light fluorescent bulbs, thumbtacks, glass shards and chairs, now Legos uh, I, Legos I'm not I would not take the. I just watched someone in a wrestling ring take a bump on all Legos because I got tagged in this photo on Facebook. One of my former coworkers sent me. I was like, Legos? Oh, geez. Okay. It was the guy fully. He had, you know, some boots on so his feet wouldn't get hurt. And I straight up said, is this guy related to Matt Riddle? Because he must have feet of, you know, just have feet of steel because that would hurt like hell. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. As I was saying, folks, I just think that WWE, they've done a lot to contribute, you know, to this whole 
pandemic thing entertaining us. You know, we find stuff to critique, but AEW, okay, they're still in regular mode, and that's a no-no. You're still in regular mode trying to entertain what audience? I mean, I could sit here all night long and prying and prying and prying. Like, how are they even around there? They're a company that is well-loved, I guess, by certain certain folk, and it's just like... I feel bad for you unless you, you know, you take care of the product or whatever. But AEW is not taking care of the product. They're more concerned about what can we do to bash WWE. That's where you start making mistakes as a company. Am I the all-knowing expert? I just watch and I observe, and I used to be a former worker, not well known. If you don't have any credible names, well, we have Matt Hardy. Okay, that's one. Where's the rest? And that's the sad part is people always sit there. And say, well, I like this company because at least it's not afraid to cross boundaries. At least it's not afraid to do this, do that. They're going to be afraid once they see their bank account. So I guarantee you, Tony Khan can bail them out and bail AEW out and give a nice roster or whatever. It's funny because Triple H is probably laughing his ass off. They don't know when to slow down. And wrestling, you got to know when to buy something. You know, like, okay, to buy a feud, re- you know, wrestlers have to know, okay, who am I working? Do we get along? So I'm just very on the fly. He's got to throw away the plastic and be like, okay, whatever. You get what you get with WWE because yes some parts of it may be predictable but when you get to UFC or when you get to AEW UFC is way better than AEW so I'm just saying AEW is like working a 9 to yeah a regular 9 to 5 right and then going home just following the same goddamn routine So I got That's definitely an interesting way of putting it. Well, yeah. I just, I just want to point out to you, you know, that AEW has been around for almost a year, and they put together some brilliant matches. You know, Joey Janela versus Von Moxley. We're gonna open the show, and we're gonna try and get, you know, most attendance. Like, just oh, so you're gonna base your whole thing off of being real and expressing yourself on social media and the fact that Orange Cassidy to me, I now get why Jim Cornette said he's like the bleach blonde slash strawberry whatever of uh, Owen Hart and I said uh oh that's the one I would be worried about because Owen would purposely buy shit and not purchase <laughs> I don't know I'm just trying to use analogies before I fall over Thanks, man. A lovely signage. What I'm going to say is Money in the Bank gives me a B, maybe a C. 
being generous today. Um, theft doesn't get a combination of numbers. It just gets a combination of, well, you came in here, you didn't have any right to start stealing. And also just, just know that I'm tired off my ass. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rose had to say about AEW, WWE, or AWA, NWA, anything professional wrestling, right? If you didn't like what you, I had to say, I'm, I'm tired off my ass, folks, and I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn. If you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, Call me what you will. Call me whatever name you choose. Just don't call this lady crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to finish up the point to make sense to all the fucking rambling, here's what I'm going to tell you all. AEW reminds me a lot of WCW, but not in a good way. They're falling for the same traps. Pay attention. You know, who you have on your roster and utilize them, use them. Make them worthwhile instead of ignoring women's division like AEW does. Their that women's division is terrible. Right? As far as placement and booking goes, some parts of them just fine, others need work, all right? All right, so anyways, let's do this, you know, part two. Toodles, bitches. I have to go to sleep before I queue over, right? Have a good one. Get.
Well, folks, that's all she wrote. Real. <laughs> Have fun. And uh, remember, sit your waiters and waitresses and uh, have a good night. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.